1: You can find Warren Radio on usa.life, Mewe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warren usacom and danaglensmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglindsmith.com. Do not miss this post, America, House of Long Shadows. America, House of Long Shadows stands as a testament to both men and nations. Herein lies the truth. In the House of Long Shadows, we find an epitaph in America. Do not miss this post. The work unveiled, opus potestis revelare. The work unveiled, opus potestis revelare. It is revealed, unveiled, and is here in front of us. Since the days of John the Revelator, we have had this information, but today we are living it. Do not miss this post. Grace going forward from here. Grace is a tool to access God's mercy, which flows out of His love for us. As we move forward in our lives, His favor of grace keeps us, guides us, empowers us through His Holy Spirit and His Word. Do not miss this post, Patient Endurance and Righteousness. Patient Endurance greets the end of days with a gasp. The eyes behold, the ears hear. But the heart at times is unwilling to move ahead, for chaos is reaping her reward while the turmoil of men and women shakes the very soul. In the latest post on warren-usa.com, do not miss this post. Authority over the nations, classic Warren radio series and its four episodes. Authority over the nations, and this includes America. We flaunt sins and call for more blatant sins to be acknowledged as normal. No matter who the nation is, their sins will be found out on the Day of Judgment, which approaches. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. There's danger and intrigue, dark forces plotting, the nation is at risk. Can MAC save the United States? Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren radio newsletter by going to DanaGlynsmith.com, where you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature The Rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our vision media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, I'm doing good. I was sitting here before the show thinking about all the pronouns that these woke people have. And so I decided that I'm going to be woke for a moment. My personal pronouns are me, myself, and I. (laughs) Now, see, I stay... I haven't heard
1: that one yet before out there.
0: I stays here. See, I am doing the show. While me and myself are outside enjoying the weather. <laughs> I mean, that's why you have three pronouns. So you can send the other two out. Because if you have too many of you, it really gets irritating. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The clones don't like each other.
0: Okay, enough of that. We've yes. had enough of that. The woke stuff. Yep.
1: Yes, we have.
0: Yep. You know, that gal we were talking to over at the Natural uh, Health Food Store. Yes, we do shop at a health food store. She was standing in front of a section. I couldn't help but say something because everything on the shelf said CALM, C-A-L-M. Now, I don't know (laughs) if that's the name of the company or if that was what the product did. But in this kind of a health food store, they have all kinds of things. So so, I said, boy, we could all use some calm, you know. So then we started talking about everything, and Tower joined in. But uh, she turned out to be a nice lady, and uh, she also knew what prophecy was and who the Lord was. And,
1: yeah, it's but, always nice to run into those kind of people.
0: Yeah, she, she was nice, and she laughed when I, <laughs> when I was talking to her about the calm and the way things was. I said... You know, after I talked to her about the calm, I said, do you have anything on the shelf that'll take care of the problem in the White House? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, brother. Oh,
1: that'd be nice, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. And it's it's just one of those things. So, Uh, you know, besides all the, I mean, utterly nutty things going on, a person... You know, you have to enjoy life. You have to have a laugh. You have to not take things so serious. But these screwballs, man, they're just like wired all the time. And remember how, um, oh, man, uh, Kramer, when he would come in and he would start shaking when he was walking and talking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's what these people remind me of is is how Kramer was. You know, because you say one thing, all of a sudden they start shaking and their eyes get weird and blaring. They're they're, you know, they just change into, like
1: they're demon possessed. Yeah,
0: Morpho the Magnificent, you know, or something. Just get away from me. You know, and you know we've got a whole country full of these people. And and White House, you know Joe just has one speed; it's slow, and he doesn't answer questions. And if he, you know, and when he gets cornered, he gets mad. That is age-related problems. Dementia. Yeah, yeah. And so nobody will do anything with it because he's getting stuff done for the Democrats.
1: Oh, it's nuts.
0: So I hate to tell the Democrats this, but if I could find a couple, I could tell them that they wouldn't believe me. Because the Lord is the ones in charge here.
1: That's right.
0: And I have talked openly about judgment on America for many years. I have warned you about judgment in being initiated with the election of Biden. Now this is not a judgment to destroy america right now this is a judgment to wake this country up because if you look at the elections you had a trump you know election where everything turned out to be perfect you know and he as far as employment every sector was a record it had never gotten that good and the Democrats don't even want to think about this. The border was secure, everything was perfect.
1: The economy was good, everybody was working, everybody wanted to work. And and, and gas prices were low. Yeah,
0: and so you have that scenario. And of course, uh, there there was also, uh, you know, Trump openly saying that Jesus is in charge. You said that several times.
1: Yeah, people didn't like that. No.
0: They didn't like it. They didn't like it at all. So at any rate, so fast forward. Now we're at um, Biden, who is 300 degrees in the opposite direction of where Trump was and America. And we've got more oil. We we had plenty of oil. We were sending it overseas. And now we don't have anything. Now, I'm not going to go through the whole litany because you probably read it. You know it. But see, you have two alternatives of an America which you want. And I can guarantee you that when we talk about these scenarios, the first scenario you need to consider in this country, and that is repenting.
1: That's right. Amen.
0: And I don't care how cool you are or how woke you are. Because I got news for you. You're me, myself, and I, or... Anywhere or nowhere at all, all your little woke personalities are not going to get you into the kingdom of heaven. There is another kingdom, however, that you will probably get thrown into. And you're not going to like that one. Because eventually that kingdom will be thrown into the lake of fire. And so it's important to understand that America today is under a chastisement and a judgment and uh, even Jonathan Cahn came out with a movie started talking about that. Now, see, uh, I don't have his popularity. And, uh, you know, frankly, I don't want to be popular. I just want to preach the Word of God and get the Word of God out. I could care less about all the rest of it. Even writing the books, when I write the books, you know, I write them because I can. I've been writing since I was 10. And now everything I write is biblical, it's about the Lord, and that's what it is. And, uh, and even preaching and teaching, in 25 years, going to be 25 years on Warren Radio, and I haven't taken a salary at any time during this. <laughs> it would be nice, but uh, I haven't had that luxury. So there's a lot of difference here between me and all the others, and I don't really care about a difference, but I can tell you there's one thing I do know, and that is when the Lord puts in my bucket about judgment, and when it's been backed up by other manifestations, I know that these are something we need to wake up to. So you can make the choice. You know, you're going to want this nation to change or you want to keep going down the road. Now, see, in the Biden administration, they're going through a coup d'etat right now. Now, it's not an overthrow of Biden and it's not an overthrow of the presidency. Their coup d'etat is an overthrow of the current system in America today. They want to overthrow America And they want to do it in a way that you don't realize it and you don't have any choice about it. But that's what they're doing. And that's who's there. And there are people you don't know about that are behind the scenes. And they're not in the White House. And our enemies, like Iran and others, would give anything to have a bumbling knucklehead like Biden in there... And all of his misfits to screw up America so we wouldn't be able to help persecuted Christians around the world, uh, you know, and other people that need help. We're not even going to be able to help ourselves the way Biden is screwing things up, and this is on purpose. This is an accident. They're going to take every advantage and to do it, so that's the end of that.
1: Well, that's the truth.
0: It is the truth. And see, the reason, one of the reasons we're taking this lead in is because we're talking currently about judgment and various things from Isaiah, talking about Jacob. And this week it's redeeming Jacob. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of similarities. Now, Tower and I, you and I have talked about that, about the similarities when we have gone through uh, Isaiah for all these months uh, and years now. And uh, people might say, well, when are you going to get through the book? Well, I say, well, what does it matter? We're not going anywhere. And we like going through the book at a reasonable pace to get everything out of it that we can get out of it and to understand what we need to understand in order to live for the Lord. Period. And so... There is one pronoun, there is one identity of a woke, and that's when you become born again.
1: That's when you really wake up.
0: That's when you really wake up. You want to be woke? Repent and become born again through the Spirit of God. You're going to be woke. And you'll be in the light. You won't be in the darkness. All that's these guys right. are calling them. You know, they're all woke. The woke generation. That's kind of a misnomer, because uh, they. You know, and, and that's the handle that most of the commentators and people doing shows and radios say. You know, they're woke. They're, they're part of the woke crowd. Well, the woke crowd in America and the world is it blinded? They cannot see. They're in darkness. And I'll tell you what scares them, and that's the light.
1: That's right.
0: What scares them is if they wake up one day and all of a sudden their favorite uh, pastime, killing babies in abortive processes, is suddenly gone, and then they're catatonically mad. See, you look at what is causing the panic in America. It's sin-related. And when you're talking about killing babies, that's more than a choice, kids. You're spilling innocent blood.
1: That's right. Amen.
0: You know, I was surprised to see some of that very same thing on one of the social media. Usually I'm the only one talking about it. I've been teaching on blood guilt for many, many, many years. And I ran into that. uh, One of our social media, someone had it up. They'd put a post on there talking about blood and the spilling of innocent blood and stuff and I thought, All right. So, at any rate, we're going to do this, Tower.
1: Okay. Redeeming Jacob brings us to Isaiah's prophetic book, part 131. We have come a long way in the trekking alongside the prophecies of Isaiah. We have gone from warning, prophecy, and judgment from the God of Isaac, of Jacob. And now, back to you.
0: It's hard to believe 131. That is a lot of shows. And that's easily, you could say that's 131 hours. But not all the shows are exactly one hour. Now, Israel, when we talk about redeeming Jacob isaiah forty four twenty one remember these, O Jacob and Israel, for thou art my servant, I have formed thee, thou art my servant, O Israel, thou shalt not be forgotten of me. Now the Lord's been going through you know giving Isaiah a lot of stuff here and going through a lot of things because this is this comes on the on the heels of Jacob getting delivered from Babylon after 70 years. And the Lord has to lead them back there, take them back. He's got to instruct them again in the things of the law to make sure they all know how to do it. And they need to go back and rebuild Jerusalem, rebuild the temple. And In this particular verse, remember these, O Jacob, and in Israel, for thou art my servant, I have formed thee, you are my servant, O Israel, thou shalt not be forgotten of me. And I like this verse because you have Jacob, you have Israel. Of course, Jacob, (coughs) we know what he was like, but then he got, you know, the Lord blessed him. And, of course, out of Jacob's loins came the 12 tribes. And, of course, the the name for the fulfillment of that was Jacob was known as Israel. He says here that, first of all, remember these. Then he goes on to say later on, thou shalt not be forgotten of me. And I find that interesting because we have remember these, and forgotten. See, when you forget something, you want to remember it. But he says, "Oh Israel, you're not going to be forgotten of me. And he addresses the full house of Israel. Jacob and Israel. That is all the twelve tribes. And actually, when we talk about it, See, at this point in time, Israel is not Israel. Israel is comprised or was comprised of the northern tribes and the southern kingdom, you know, which is Judah. But Jacob and Israel brings you back to the promise, brings you back to who it is that you are my servant I have formed you. Now, if you remember back when Moses was bringing them out of Egypt, the Lord talked about destroying them and then raising up from Moses, you know, the people that, to make a nation out of Moses. And Moses interceded for the children of Israel, thank God. And and uh, so Israel didn't get destroyed. I mean... You think about it. If you were God and you just brought him out and the whole world had been watching how you dealt with Egypt and while you had your major prophet up on the mountain with you giving him the Ten Commandments, the people whom you redeemed are down worshiping and playing around with the golden calf down below. Now, see, that doesn't have a tendency to please the one who made you, the one who delivered you, the one who is the Lord God. And, and the same thing goes that when they got into the land, and of course, after one of the greatest things they had, which was under Solomon, when the kingdom really rose, uh, being the son of David, who was the warrior king, the culmination was under Solomon and because of a sin the kingdom was torn into two houses which will be united one day and the northern the northern kingdom was carried away captive by the uh, the Assyrians as we've talked about and uh, it was Sennacherib's uh, dad who actually did that and then it was uh, Sennacherib who tried to carry away captive Judah and it didn't work matter of fact 150,000 of his army was killed by an angel in one night and he went back uh home and he was killed in the temple of his god by his own sons so it didn't bode very well for them and that kind of began uh the real downfall of Assyria but uh I have formed thee, you are my servant. Then he says it again, you are my servant, O Israel. You will not be forgotten of me. Now see, you think about this. They had spent 70 years in captivity. Now if it was you 70 years in captivity, after about 25 years, you're going to forget. You're going to say, well, the Lord just tossed us away, that's it. But of course there were some that didn't, you know, and the Jews had a lot of stuff ingrained in them. You know, they they knew the law, they kept the law. And uh, when they got into Babylon, you know, they they weren't all destroyed. And we have some of the greatest prophecies, we have some of the greatest stories of deliverance with with uh you know, Daniel and the lion den, Meshach, Shadrach, Ab- and Abednego, you know, in the fiery furnace. You know, there's things like this that illustrate that the power of God was not away from Judah at the time. Now, they they definitely felt forsaken and went through a lot of things. So when they came out finally... And it was finally realized, which did take them time to finally get everything done in the land and get back there. Um, you could have easily gotten to the point where they needed to be reminded, Oh Israel, you're not going to be forgotten of me. And because of this, the fact that everything that that Israel was, or that Jacob was before he became known as Israel, before he had... Uh, the The twelve tribes out of his loins everything was because of the Lord God and so you look at this you're my servant, I formed you he says he says, my servant twice' He says Israel twice and we look at that as emphasis because by two or more witnesses shall every word be established. And so when we see repetitive phrases within the context of scripture, it's there for a reason. You know, it's because of the Lord that they were even formed and therefore they were to worship him. They were to reverence him. And see, you look at you look at America today. America was formed because of of the grace of God. And we have a lot of woke people and a lot of others who find more fault with America than you can shake a stick at. But the bottom line of it is, whatever you think about America, the world was better off to have had this country than not have it. We've had major revivals. Many, many people came out of the loins of America to become men and women of God and sons and daughters of the king. During World War II, it was because of America that got into the fight that really brought the whole thing to an end. It was America that helped rebuild Europe, not to mention Japan. And so while we have a lot of issues and a lot of problems, and we can say the same thing about America, you know, while we're not Israel, God is not going to forget America. There is a heritage of Christian Judeo, you know, faith right here in this country. And just because you have a bunch of People that are led astray, that are catatonic and don't know where they're at, that's because they're in darkness. They need the light. We have forsaken the Lord. We have gone away just like Judah did. America's not going to get forgotten of God because he has a lot of people that have not bowed the knee to the Baal in America. And I'm reminded of Psalm 105, 7 through 12. It reads this He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He has remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Now, see, although this is spoken in the Tanakh, the Old Testament, and they had the Old Covenant, the New Covenant fulfilled the Old. Because even in the Old, the atonement was made by the blood of bulls and goats. The fulfillment of that is the atonement by the Son of God on the cross, whereby blood was used to atone for the sins of mankind forever, one time. So the Christ on Calvary went through all this so that we may have that atonement and be delivered from our sins and find a relationship with the Father forever. So when we look at his covenant forever, that's what it is. And it's through Yahshua today, Jesus Christ the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, which covenant he made with Abraham in his oath unto Isaac. And remember Abraham. He believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness' sake. He believed God, believing his faith. Abraham wasn't justified by the law. He was justified by faith. And even Paul points that out in the New Testament. He made a covenant with Abraham and his oath unto Isaac. And out of Isaac, of course, came two, came two sons, um, Ishmael and Isaac. Isaac was the son of promise. Ishmael, he was the son of Abraham, but the seed of the Messiah didn't go through Ishmael. And today, there are a lot of Muslims truly getting saved. Because God will bring anybody unto himself that loves and wants to know the truth. Verse 10, and confirmed the same unto Jacob for a law unto Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying unto thee, Will I give the land of Canaan the lot of your inheritance, when they were but a few men in number, yea, very few, and strangers in it. Now, see, that's, that's the long, you know, <laughs> by the time we get to Isaiah, they've already become a nation. There are a multitude of them, and then they get sent into captivity, of course, and they had lost their statue as just one nation. It was divided into two, as I said before, because of the sin associated <laughs> during Solomon's reign. But see, this is the continuation. See, this is, this is the proof that within this, and one thing I've pointed out through all this, judgment is redemptive. Its purpose is to redeem you, and the only way to get God, I mean, to really get you redeemed, you got to walk in the light as he is in the light. You can read that in First John 1. When we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeshua. And so it's too bad today that Ishmael and Isaac, you have some of them that signed the Abrahamic covenant uh, during uh, Trump's uh, presidency. And they made peace gestures with Israel. But there's a whole bunch of Ishmael that longs to destroy Israel out of jealousy. And it goes back to Cain and Abel. Because the the righteousness of Abel was more than that of Cain. And Cain took the evil route. The hot-headed, jealous route. Romans eleven twenty-seven 27-29 says this, For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes. But as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Now, Romans 11 is one of those where Paul goes into detail about how the Gentile faith and the Jewish faith work out in this covenant and how Yahshua works in it. See God's intent on bringing Israel in and Israel will be. Paul says all of Israel will be saved. But there's there's Jews today that don't want anything to do with Israel. And a lot of them I've seen over the years. And you've seen them too. Nevertheless. So, Isaiah 44 22. I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions. And as a cloud thy sins return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. Now, see, Jeremiah spent, I mean, a long time. You could say a lifetime warning Judah. Isaiah was before that. But i uh, Jeremiah was a prophet that, you know, commonly we call him the weeping prophet. Verse 7 and 8. I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to return and will build them as the, as at the first. This is a reuniting. This is a coming together. And when we look at Judah and the captivity of Israel, we look at the two houses being united again. And I will cleanse them from all their iniquity whereby they have sinned against me. I will pardon all their iniquities whereby they have sinned and whereby they have transgressed against me. You know, there's a lot of things that when we deal with and and we look at this stuff and we see really how far we've come. And most of the stuff we're seeing today, for instance, we were talking about in the church back in back in the 70s. See, we've always known about the prophecies, but it was never close. But right now, I can tell you, we feel like it's closer than it's ever been. And I'm talking about the coming of the Lord and and everything associated with the end times. And when you see how America has suddenly, under Biden, has gone into phase four, the dump phase, and going into an America that you don't even recognize anymore. One that doesn't like Christians or patriots. One that wants to do away with everything, including whites. A total America that is new world order, anti God, selfish, self centered, wicked. First Peter one eighteen through twenty one. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. Now Peter's directly talking to the Jews. And there was a pile of Jews that believed on Yahshua. But there was also some of those Jews that were trying to get a lot of the Gentile believers to be made more of a Jew than a believer, as the Lord would have them be. But he says, with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the the world, excuse me, but was manifest or revealed in these last times for you. Who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead, and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. Now see, Peter's directly reaching in uh, to the Jewish background, and, and the believers, by saying the tradition of your fathers. You're not redeemed by the physical things that you see around you. And, of course, in our economy, silver and gold, you know, getting rich, having a big house, a big car, you know, having a good name, having a great job or or being a movie star. But, you see, having all that stuff can also be a noose around your neck. We've had some horrible stories of some of the movie stars. One recently died. Uh, she has kids, all singers you would know them and it came out today that when she committed suicide she she used a gun she she's She used guns regularly, and when she committed suicide, she used a gun to do it. And then there's another young girl who, as a a young girl, became very popular in Hollywood. And she went through some very tough times, including drug abuse and a lot of other things. Uh, And she got quite a bit of money. And her dad was made the main overseer of her money. There was a big to-do where she was able to get control of her money back. I was flipping through my conservative—I mean, getter—is conservative. You don't see nude pictures, but I have another one that I get on, and uh, there's parlor, and there's another one. But at any rate, on one of them, there was three pictures of this girl who was stark but naked. You—they tried to cover her up where the things made, and and, and here she is. I mean, why did she do that? There's no explanation. It's like she went nuts. All of a sudden, she just had to do that. You know, and and see, she's got all the money in the world. She's got a lot of talent. So why do you think in your talent in America that you want to do that on social media where really nobody cares? There's no love in social media. If you want to be an immoral harlot, you can do it. If you want to be some immoral jerk, you can do it. Because the internet is amoral. It don't care who you are, what you are, what you believe. You want to believe in the devil, it doesn't care. You want to believe in Jesus Christ, it could care less. The only people that do care is the ones trying to control the internet. And you see that a lot. But see, what am I getting at here? I'm getting at when we're talking about Israel. I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions, and as a cloud thy sins return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. Israel should have known better. Both houses should have known better. They knew the law. They had the priests. They had the prophets. They had the magnificent deliverances. They had a history but they were both houses were sent into captivity to this day israel is having problems and the whole issue is this this is a god of mercy he's not going to destroy israel he wants to redeem israel he doesn't want to destroy america he wants to redeem america People who see a God that's mad all the time doesn't know who this God is. And I can tell you why I know that. Because I was in a truck all by myself out in the middle of nowhere. Matter of fact, leaving, and it's more like a desert, high mountain desert than anything. And I was driving in the truck, and I met the Lord God there. I had a track made. I wrote an article, and it was, it was published in the Pentecostal Evangel. I'd met God in that truck while I came out of the church. I knew the stories of Jesus. But at that moment, I didn't know him like I should have. And I'm here to tell you that judgment is about mercy. It's about saving you. It's about redeeming you. And America, you need to wake up just like Israel needs to wake up, just like Judah has to wake up and the northern tribes had to wake up. Just like the Muslims need to wake up, the Russians, the Chinese. Do you think God loves the Chinese more than he loves us? Do you think he hates the North Koreans? Do you think he hates these other nations? How about all the Muslim uh, warriors who are committing jihad? Do you think God hates them? God detests what men and women do on this earth. He can't abide sin, but he wants to redeem them. What part of that don't you understand? And I can tell you, after covering Isaiah from stem to stern, I can tell you Isaiah knew who this God was. But Isaiah couldn't stop the people and neither could Jeremiah from doing what they wanted to do. So God had to give him a lesson, and God is going to give America a lesson, and he's going to give these other countries a lesson. And you may think by going into the tribulation or going into trouble that God isn't in charge, but I'm here to tell you, unless you wake up and straighten up and understand, this God is in charge of everything. He is the governor of the nations. And I will stand up and I'll declare that to every believer and every ungodly person there is because this God can make the ungodly, godly. He can heal the unhealable. He can redeem the unredeemable. And Isaiah knew that. So did Jeremiah. And I don't blame Jeremiah for part of the way through wanting to quit. and I'm not going to speak anymore. <laughs> he had to speak eventually because he said the, uh, there was a burning in my chest and I could not withhold it. God is a burning fire. If he wants you to speak, you're going to speak. And I like the next verse. See, because this is the essence of what we're talking about. Isaiah forty-four twenty-three. Sing, O oh ye heavens. Why would you sing if you're nasty and mad and unredeemed? Well, to be truthful, you wouldn't. But if you would have paid attention to that little inner voice that's calling to you. You see, I was raised by a dad... That was taken to a Amy Simple McPherson meeting. A huge revival out in Azusa. Our family is from California. Thank God we're from it. I wouldn't want to be from it and living there today. But you see, he always raised me with the conscience and with God. There is a truth. Sing, O ye heavens, for the Lord has done it. Shout, you lower parts of the earth. Break forth into singing, you mountains. O forest and every tree therein, for the Lord has redeemed Jacob and gloried himself in Israel. Now you see, Paul talks about the manifestation of the sons of God. And how even nature longs for redemption. And and it does. But when we look in the Bible, when we read the scriptures, you have a personification. Heavens. Sing, O heavens. Do you know when the heavens sing for me? I go out late at night, especially in the summer. It's warm and comfortable. It's not too hot usually. And I can look up and see a million stars. I can find the Pleiades. I can find Orion. The Big Dipper, the Little Dipper. There's a lot of these. And when I look at them and I see it and I think of the glory of God, it's like the whole heavens are just singing to me we have not made ourselves for the Lord has made us this way. And the lower parts of the earth, you know how many people like to go into the caves and just run around in those things (laughs) and research them and look at them and just spelunk for a while? And how about the mountains? We live around mountains. Nothing Nothing more glorious than our mountains here. We have the bighorns, we have the tetons, and they're glorious. They're so glorious that when you see them and you see them too much, you begin to forget how glorious they are. And see, personification. Heavens can't sing. The lower parts of the earth, they can't break forth into singing. Neither can the mountains or the forests or the trees. But see, when we look in Scripture, we see these personifications a lot when the Lord of hosts redeems mankind I guarantee you, the earth and the heavens and the things above the heavens and the things beneath, they're all going to break out into singing and glory hallelujahs. So how much more when you have those made in the image of God are finally revealed before all of history? And every living being will see him. Everybody will know. And nature will be redeemed. Everything. There will not be the curse. See, that is what Yahshua has brought. Revelation nineteen one through 5. And after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven singing hallelujah, salvation, honor, glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, for he has judged the great horn which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. You see, there's one thing the Lord tells us. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb the word of their testimony and loved not their lives unto the death. Again, it's the blood. In the Old Testament, it was the blood for atonement. The New Testament's fulfillment is the atonement has already been provided. But see, there are those like this great whore That corrupted the earth and people followed her ways. And they slaughtered the servants of the Lord. But those servants are alive and well. But those who did the slaughtering, their fate will be death. You see, there is a rejoicing. And when we talk about Judah, when we talk about them coming back, I support Israel and the land. I don't support every decision they make, but I'm behind them. It's tough to run a country. I mean, especially being in America these days, I mean, we went from our own gas and everything's fine to all... Hell breaking loose in this country. See, our hopes can't be in America. It's got to be in the Lord. The Jews' hope, the Muslims' hope, anybody's hope. They need to find this Redeemer. And so in the next verse, see, the other verse had everybody praising. In this verse, it says, Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, that formed thee from the womb. I am the Lord that maketh all things, that stretched forth the heavens alone, that spreads abroad the earth by myself. that The Lord thy Redeemer. Who formed you in the womb. Yes there is a womb. And that does not belong to you women. You belong to the Lord God. He is the father of all souls. You may be rebellious. And think that everything on your body is yours personally. He made you. And he put you in that body. And to say that you're going to have a baby. And kill it just to rejoice. Or the Satanists who say that they worship Satan through abortion. Well, I know they do. We've researched this and the evidence has been there. We know this about dark Satanism. And today we have entire generations that have been lost. But see, the Lord wants to redeem you no matter how dark dirty dank nasty you may be because the Lord could have destroyed you at any time you have breath today because of him so you need to pay attention you need to come to the Lord not to me to the Lord Now, following this, we have a number of verses that's connected to all this, and it's spoken by the Lord Jehovah, who is the Redeemer, who formed thee from the womb, speaking directly of Judah. But he is the one who is the Redeemer of all men in the New Testament, who formed every one of us from the womb. And so we will start again in Isaiah 44 in verse 24. And when I'm talking about redemption and judgment, America's in judgment, but God's mercy is active. His grace is active. His mercy is alive. And his provision is still there. Father, thank you for your word. Bless those who hear this. Whenever they hear it, draw them to yourself and bless them. Heal them, touch them. Open up their eyes, get them out of the darkness, Lord. May they make the right decision. And may your spirit redeem them through the blood of Christ. May they confess and come to you. Amen. And in Amen. Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming of this word in Jesus' name. Okay, Tower.
1: Amen. I agree with you. Whatever The Lord said, whatever you bind in earth is bound in heaven. That's right. So, you,
0: and that's a good scripture, too.
1: Yes, it is have to look it up to get the address. I'm not sure it's, it's in the gospels, but I'm not sure where I believe it is. Well, that was the
0: Lord's commandment to him, but he was talking to the to them everything. You know, he also said that uh you know, greater things than these shall you do because I go to my Father.
1: Well, people need to get this in their spirit because we do have power over the enemy through Jesus Christ. We do.
0: And, you know, they listen to all these nincompoops out there that come up with all this baloney. And they're just going around defeated.
1: And we're not defeated.
0: No, we're not. And tonight, you know, this is this has been a special um, show. Because this was a specific message.
1: Yes, it was a good message.
0: So we're going to have to get out of here now. Okay. Well, we do have a little bit of time, but
1: okay. Well, I don't know what to say.
0: Well, that's okay too, because I'm a preacher, and I know
1: you <laughs> never lack for something to say.
0: Well, you know there are times I do, though. I I, I do lack...
1: shocks me to death. You know,
0: I, I, because there's a difference, there's a difference between me teaching and preaching and just walking around, talking to people. Most of the time I'll be quiet. Unless, of course, they get me on a subject. Then they're going to wish they didn't.
1: Yeah, it still kind of shocks me that you go up to people in the store, and because that's not like you, and start talking to them.
0: Yeah, and that's, of course, the leading, you know, that I feel. So, and I do, I'll do that. And Well, we're going to have to go.
1: Okay, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. It's always a pleasure to have you join us. We love you. We pray for you, and we always hope the best for you in the Lord. Stay safe. Pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us as we pray for you. Good night, everybody.
0: Don't forget to go to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com Until next time, Shalom. Thank you for listening
1: to this episode of The
0: Warn Radio.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa.